Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People who live by Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, our special guest is Lenny Nathan with HealthSave. That's S-A-V-No-E.com. I know, just you, had to you throw say that, that in there. very well. As if but you said but it why, 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 why is he There's left no off? There's No-E because, for emergency. There you go. <laughs> I have to say that because we do some voiceover work for, for Lenny. Lenny right. does a lot of his promo promo work. He's not only here to, uh, for the second. This is your second time. Second. Yes. Welcome He's back. also a sponsor of the show. And so we, that, love, we love him no matter what because he's a great right. guy and he's done a wonderful job and he's teaching doing... people CPR around the whole Hudson Valley area. And other places. And other places. Lenny Nathan, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Well, thanks. It's always fun to come up here. Yeah. Well, remind us, how did you get into uh, teaching CPR? Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, my background has nothing to do with CPR. That's right. You were in radio and television, right? I was in television for 30 years. Which is why he does his own voiceovers here. And you were producer. I learned from the best. (laughs) You were producer for ABC? Uh, For ABC Sports. And uh, I retired in 2003. And started to do volunteer work, which got me into my local ambulance corps, where I thought I'd be helping out administratively. But when they told me, no, no, we only have people who volunteer on the ambulance, I was ready to leave because I never thought I could do that. So you worked for ABC Sports, which means you worked for the great Howard Cosell. The great one, yes. Uh, Howard was the man. Who Sarah is far too young to remember. Well, I did spy him once on the street in New York. Did you really? But that's about all I know Did you say hello? Did you get his autograph? No, he happened, he did, happened to have been sell, a brilliant, he happened to have been a brilliant to man. Yes, and, and Howard very was beloved. interesting because you either loved He's him or hated him, and I loved him. I he thought, was an I, icon in, in I the business. I just listened to him every word. Yeah. He, was, he yeah. was a true professional and didn't get the respect that I think he deserved uh, from the public or the, the press. Right, and so you retired and... Um, Decided to join an ambulance corps. Just got into the ambulance corps, and they didn't have anybody to do the training. So I got the credentialing to take care of that. And Which as I got extensive. to do more. It's not, it's not an easy thing to do. Well, no, C- CPR really is an easy thing to do. Oh, it, that piece it truly of it. is. I meant the teaching part. Well, the, 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 you know, the thing about CPR is that, and we're embarking on some new uh, directions through the American Heart Association now, but CPR is easy. And we're constantly working on ways to make it easier because without the lay public's involvement, we are losing a lot of lives. So you and want to demystify that people should not be afraid to jump in and learn. No, take not, a course. And not learn only not skills. be afraid, but realize that if someone does collapse and if it is cardiac arrest, which is kills over 300,000 people every year in this country, that person only has about four minutes unless someone does CPR. That's very critical. The immediacy. The immediacy. The ambulance will not get there in time. So having people start this process is what we're really embarking on getting the public to understand because many, many more lives, probably anywhere from 30 to 150,000, could be saved every year. Now, we should also mention, Lenny, that you're a member of the Congress Valley Cottage uh, Rotary Club, which is also a sponsor of the show, by the way. Right. But, um, and I bring hellos from everybody, all the members of the club, to you folks. Oh, great. Uh, well, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Thank you. Now, is there a collaboration with your efforts out in the community with Health Save? Is there any kind of uh, partnership with the, your Rotary Club? Well, 
uh, m- many, most of the members of the Rotary Club, of the Congress Valley C- Cottage Club, have actually come and taken the course. We did a couple of sessions, and uh, this year, this month, actually, we have several coming back to redo it. That's an important component of CPR training, is, is not so letting up So you recruited from Rotary? We, we, we have people in Rotary who are now understanding this need and trying to help spread that word. How long does it take to complete the course? There are a lot of different types of CPR courses. Uh, for instance, we have one called Family and Friends, and that's about three hours. Then if you want to get a little bit more involved and get to certification, that's called Heart Saver AED, and that's about five hours. And then there's a professional level course, which is about six hours, and that's something that nurses, doctors, uh, they're required to take, and that's called basic life support for the healthcare provider. Well, now, Lenny Nathan, let me ask you a question. Let's get a little bit into the history of CPR, which that stands for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. It's now 50 years young. Well, that's interesting you should say it, because I was first taught it in high school, which is not quite Not 50, 50 years ago, no. Well, close. We're close. We're about 40 years ago. And um, uh, it was taught a lot differently than when I my subsequent teachings... Uh, you know, when we talked about uh, in the Scouts and, and uh, uh, you know, as a, as a government employee, I've had all these different courses with breathing, without breathing, putting the hands in different spots. Tell us how it evolved. Well, w- one thing you just mentioned that's very interesting is you said you took it in high school. The American Heart Association in New York State, and I'm part of the committee that's working on this bill, we are putting a bill forth right now to have CPR training become mandatory in all high schools Mm -hmm. in New York. And on October 18th, 2010, the 2010 guidelines were released by the American Heart Association. And for the first time, they have a written guideline that says, if you are not trained or uncomfortable in giving breaths, just get in there and do compressions only. So this course that we want people in high school, we want the students to have before they graduate, will be a very basic course, not for certification, and we want to make sure that we get more people started at a young age. We've we've seen the results of this in communities like Seattle, Washington, where the survival rate from cardiac arrest is five times better than so anywhere in, else in, in the Washington country. State. It's required. Not, not Washington in State, state Seattle, Seattle specific in, in the town or the the, the city. city. Yes, it's twenty seven years they've had it mandatory in high schools, and now it's also required before they get their driver's license. And there are more AEDs. That's the defibrillator that provides the electric shock to start a heart that had stopped. That's the there thing we more... see on the TV where in the, in the doctor show where they say clear and they go jump and then uh, everything it, jumps. It's similar to that. That's but actually a defibrillator. Ones, We're talking about something that's meant for public use. Right. And we call those AEDs, automated external defibrillators. And let's talk about that in the next segment. Right. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowasa. My co-host is the electrifying Sarah O'Connell and our very special guest, Rotarian Lenny Nathan, telling us about CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation. And Sarah, who has resuscitated Radio Rotary for this week? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 72 
210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Brewster, Cairo, Chester, Congers Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I am here in the Hudson Valley Talk Radio studios with my co-host, the ever-brilliant Jonah Trebowasser, and our Thank very you. special guest today is fellow Rotarian Lenny Nathan with HealthSave, and that's S-A-V-N-O-E.com. Drop the E for Lenny. Emergencies. And emergencies such as having to apply cardiopulmonary resuscitation, CPR, to someone. And um, give us a general description. I mean, I'm not expecting you to give everybody out in Radio Land a, a lesson, but we probably could because you're so talented at this. But give us a general description of what is CPR. Well, CPR is a process. The most important part of the process is pushing on the chest hard and fast to circulate blood and oxygen through the body because we do this if a person's unconscious and not breathing. The condition they're in if they're unconscious and not breathing is either that a person's heart has stopped or unless we get them breathing soon, it will stop. Again, 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 it's that immediate call immediate, to action. Because when that person's heart has stopped, when they're not able to breathe and the heart stops, the brain will be dead without oxygen supplied in about four minutes. So that's a very critical time. And part of what your initiative and your mission is, Lenny, is is getting people interested in wanting to take these courses at the at the very beginning. Even if you take a three or five hour course, you could save a life. Unquestionably. And we want to stress, we want to stress that if you're alone with the victim, call 911 first. So the ambulance is on the way before you, you always start. want to call 911 first. But if you have somebody uh, we teach else people with, with children, it's yeah. a little different. Yeah. But for adults, always call first. But you want to start immediately that pushing on the center of the chest hard and fast to circulate blood and oxygen to help keep the brain and other organs right. perfused, as we call it, with that life-sustaining uh, uh, oxygen. And, and if you have somebody who happens to be with you, you can start the CPR and tell, ask them, you know, hey, Harry, go call Absolutely. Try and to get someone else to make that call. The thing we always taught the scouts that in an emergency, and you might be in a little bit of a panic, 
don't just say call an ambulance. Say call 911 to put that number in people's heads because even though they know it, in, in, you know, in the People excitement freeze. of the minute, mm-hmm. they, they may forget yeah, it. You want to make, we also know that you can't tell someone to call 911. There are actually documented instances of, of a response time being delayed because when they say 911, the person who's running off gets confused because they the can't panic. find the 11 on the right. phone. Yeah, in the panic, yeah. Yeah. In the panic, yeah. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. You know, well, it, it training, may... you, let's, it's all circles back around to training. Right. And when there is a crisis, if you've had the training, you can fall back on that, and you're in, you're in remote control. As people who've been in crisis situations right. like that um, uh, have shared with me. Yeah, and, you know, my experience, my background in producing Super Bowls, uh, Kentucky Derbies, huge, huge sporting events where the pressure is immense. Uh, obviously, no one's life is at stake, but it, it has supplied me with a skill of working under pressure. And I Being try to bring hole. that. I try to bring that out when I'm teaching people. I want them to feel the pressure and get through it. So we have a lot of fun in the classes. Mm-hmm. So, Lenny, if folks want to take one of your courses, how would they contact you? And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We will repeat this before the end of the show. Well, the best way uh, is on our website. We have all of our courses listed, and we do teach six days a week. And those courses are listed for probably, I think, right now through June of 2011. Uh, the, the website is H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. They can also reach us at 914-643-3663. And those classes that I mentioned are held at our facility in New City, New York. But we also go to homes and businesses for groups of six or larger. So if anybody wants to have a CPR party at home, for instance, or get their employees trained, that's what we're there to do. We'll and, come out and do that. And people practice on these uh, plastic uh, mannequins. They don't actually practice on each other. Uh, no, we don't want to have. We don't want people getting hurt. And we, we, you know, even though it could be a lot of fun, but no, they do work on mannequins. Each person gets their own. So there's a lot of hands-on time. We don't have people sharing, which always minimizes the amount of uh, practice time. So they get a lot of practice. Now, when I was first taught CPR, I did a number of chest compressions uh, with your your hands. And then you would stop and give what they call rescue breaths. And some people are queasy about that in today's world. They would issue, uh, for example, these mouth guards. But I understand today there's been a new philosophy of, you know what, compress the chest, and that will also compress the lungs and get air into them. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, actually, the process today is not that much different. We do 30 compressions and two breaths. What we are emphasizing is that the compressions are by far the most important part of CPR. So getting in there and pushing on the chest is circulating blood and oxygen that is already in that blood. We're adding more when we give the two breaths, but if someone is ever uncomfortable with it, by far they can really help someone by getting in there and pushing on the chest because that hard and fast. That'll compress the um, uh, chest and the and the. Uh, valves of the heart and also bring air through the lungs, you know, not well, as well as doing the rest. What's of already in there, you're pushing it around. We're pushing it around and keeping, making sure it gets to the vital organs, organs. that need it to keep, sustain them until, again, that defibrillator, that AED, automated external defibrillator, gets there. Because if a heart has stopped, that's the only device that, that will can. will jump start it. Literally it. jump. They're L- like literally. jumper cables, like you have in your car almost. Pretty much. Pretty and much. Same, that's same a good... idea. And yep. again, now tell us the difference between a defibrillator and a what? An AED? 
AED. AED. The AED is meant for public use. This is what you'll see in malls and in some in public places, and we by far don't have enough out there. A new Good Samaritan law was passed last June and signed by Governor Patterson, um, and that's really hopefully going to help get more out there. But uh, the AED is foolproof. I literally have taught five-year-olds how to use it. It talks to you, right? It talks to you. All you have to remember is one thing. Press the on-off button and turn it on. Yeah, and then it when you when you turn step. it on, it talks to you. It'll guide you through the process. You cannot shock someone by accident. It's foolproof, and it will de- it detect the rhythm of the heart and offer a shock if it is the rhythm that is shockable. Whereas a defibrillator, what is used in the hospitals and what we call ACLS situations, that's an advanced cardiac life support, those machines require a higher level of training. Well, that's what you see on ER, yeah, where they that's put what the you paddles s- together and they say clear. That's a lot different. We still, we still teach you to say clear when you right. use the uh-huh. AED, <laughs> because it is electricity that you might be delivering through the, shock, through the body if the machine tells now, you to. Now, Lenny, I don't know if you know this, but the station, the general manager for Hudson Valley Talk Radio, Don Verity, who will be in our next set, uh, segment, his club, Highland, has placed like 13, something, yeah, something like that. They donate AD, quite a number of these. AD, AED. AEDs throughout the community. It started out with an organization asking for one, and they're about $1,000 a piece, yeah. I understand. A little more. A, a little, little more, more than okay. that. Probably probably in the fourteen to two, 1400 to 2000 range. And New York State has a great tax uh, law that allows any individual and most businesses to get a $500 tax rebate. Is that right? Yes. So there's all types of incentives. All types of incentives. There's financial, there's emotional, there's um, intellectual. Well, in the few seconds we have left, Lenny, tell us about some of your own experiences. How many times have you performed CPR? I, I have done it too many times, I have to say. And again, being on the ambulance when we get there, the, the case is often a, not a good one because nobody has started the process before we got right. there. And that, that's where the problem but, lies. If we had people who had started this first, we would, we would then be able to help save lives. And have you actually been able to save lives through CPR? We, we have. Um, and those have been people who have what we call coded, gone into cardiac arrest pretty much in front of us or shortly before we got there. And yes, uh, we have so been able to bring them back. You have given the gift of life. That must be very it, rewarding. It's an amazing feeling. And we want want to be able to share that experience and have others be able to feel that so and well, help thanks. save someone's thank life you. as well. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences well, with us. I think it's on. been very inspirational. And for Don't folks you, at home, absolutely. And for folks at home who want to contact you, give us the address and all that good stuff. The website is healthsave.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V dot com. And the phone number is 914-643-3663. Lenny Nathan, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me again. And we'll be back after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. 
Com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. And speaking to us from our Kingston studios, it's outstanding Rotarian and Chief Executive Officer of Hudson Valley Talk Radio, Don Verity. Don, good morning. Good morning, Jonah. Good morning to you, too, Sarah. Good morning, uh, Don. And How Don? are you on this snowy, icy winter morning? I, it, it's just a beautiful day here in Kingston. Well, thank you for taking our call. And I, most of all, thank you for letting us play in your playground for the past two years. This is the second anniversary show of Radio Rotary right here on Palmal Broadcasting. Well, I am so pleased that you guys are continuing to do this. and It's great that you can get the message out about Rotary, and even greater that you can also highlight all the great things that are going on with a lot of organizations in our area. And we're just pleased to be able to have you uh, there each and every week uh, um, letting people know what's going on. And thanks also for letting us have the wizard of the keyboard, the world's best radio engineer, Jay Verzi. Good morning, Jay. Hello, how are you? See, we got Jay to talk. Next big challenge is to get Betty Renner, our producer, to talk. And, well, she's like trying to run out the door as I we know. speak. Well, we should make mention that Jay is also an honorary That's rotarian. That's right. It's and called the control board, though. You're making it sound like I can play a keyboard. Oh, well, all right. No, as far as I'm concerned, well, you can, I can fly an airplane. I had a little <laughs> lamb, and that's it. And Don, of course, is a member of Highland Rotary. And um, and you're the president now, aren't you? No, I'm the vice president because I have to spend so much time watching and listening to you guys. I don't have time to do that, too. We have I to make see. sure we behave I ourselves. See, yeah. He's in charge checking of Checking in, checking up. That's right, making checking. sure that you're being all being very good people. Gotcha. Well, Don, it's but you're, you'll soon be the president. Uh, someday, you never know. <laughs> Well, Don, it's a great treat, of course, to come here every week on Radio Rotary, Friday mornings at 9 on Hudson Valley Talk Radio, and to listen to Hudson Valley Talk Radio around the clock as we do. And um, we wish you all the best, and thanks so much for uh, everything you do for Rotary. Well, I I appreciate that, Jonah. And again, uh, many thanks to the two of you, too, as volunteers to come in every week and do that, and also to Betty, who uh, keeps us all together. And it's a a great thing that you're doing, and uh, we're glad to be part of it. And thanks most of all to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to join us again next Friday morning and every Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio.